There are two things I am most passionate about, Irving ISD and leadership. This podcast is four years in the making, and I look forward to sharing the stories of impactful leadership and the successes we see in our amazing school district. Heart to heart with me, Superintendent Hernandez. Welcome back to episode five of Heart to Heart. We've had a variety of special guests on this podcast from staff to community partners, and each conversation has filled my cup. But I have to say the most filling and gratifying conversations have been with our students. After all, they are the reason we do what we do here in Irving ISD. So with that, I am pleased to welcome our next guest, our second student on this podcast, Thomas Vo, senior at Nimitz High School. Welcome, Thomas. Hi. Hi, everyone. Everyone listening back home. How are you? <laughs> I am so glad you are here with, with me today. So I can't wait to jump into the heart-to-heart conversation with you. So before we get started, I want to give a brief overview of what this will look like. There will be three parts to the podcast. We'll start with a fun get-to-know-you segment we're calling Lighthearted Conversation. This will be a way to break the ice. Then we'll move into the heart of the podcast, where we talk about leadership insights and experiences. I always love hearing from our students, leader, our student leaders, especially on these topics. Lastly, we'll wrap it up with Superintendent's Heart, where you will have the opportunity to ask me questions. How does that sound? That sounds awesome. I know you're ready, right? <laughs> okay, so let's get started, Thomas. Tell us a little bit about yourself. How many years have you attended Irving ISD schools, your involvement in schools, and your plans after high school? Yeah, um, those are some really good questions. Um, So I'm Thomas. I'm a senior at Nimitz High School. I've been in Irving ISD for about my whole um, educational career. So starting off in elementary, I went to Stipes Elementary for five years, and then I moved on to Lady Bird Johnson for middle school, and now I'm wrapping everything up at Nimitz High School, and it's been a blast so far. Um, some things I do at school is I'm in a lot of organizations, because I believe that high, your high school experience really depends upon you. So I, I try to go out, I try to join organizations such as Student Council, Class Officer, NHS, DECA, which is an entrepreneur an entrepreneurial organization, which is great, uh, Spirit Crew, and that's just some off the top of my head. Um, I'm a really outgoing guy, so I joined tennis, which is fun, very fun. Awesome. I get to travel. I think last year we went to A&M, that was fun. And then I also joined ROTC. Um, and for my plans after high school, if everything goes according to plan, after graduation and all that stuff, I'm gonna leave to Annapolis, Maryland, uh, wow. in June, and that's where I'll be the next nine years for, well, four years for Naval Academy, and then five years of deployment after that. Wow, yeah. I love that, Thomas. You really do seem to have it all together. Yeah. So <laughs> proud of you. Thank you so, so much. So, what's one thing that made you smile today? One thing that made me smile today is actually being on this podcast. I woke up with my alarm ringing. I was like, oh, my God, I'm heading to the antenna building. I'm going to do this podcast. It's amazing. It's so awesome. So glad you were excited about it. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. So what is something people are always surprised to learn about you? Yeah, so we were talking about this before the podcast. So one thing that people are always surprised about me is that 
I'm actually an introvert. Dun dun dun. Uh-huh. Right. Um, it's just, I, I feel like they um, see that I'm an outgoing guy. I'm always the one that's starting conversations, talking to new people when they're shy. But it's more of like I try to get myself out of my comfort zone. I always try to do things that I'm not comfortable with because I believe that if you are comfortable, you can't grow as a person. Awesome. Yes. Yeah, you know, that's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. You know, when people are comfortable, then, mm-hmm. okay, what's next? Yeah. So we um, we often hear, hear that, you know, get mm-hmm. out of your comfort zone. Because when you're comfortable, then now you're not growing anymore. So, yeah. good job. So what's one thing on your bucket list? Oh, one thing on my bucket list. Do you have things. a bucket list? Oh, yes, ma'am, I do. But good. the very top of that bucket list is probably going helicopter skiing. So I, I ski every year with my family. Yeah, so let me tell you about that. Okay. <laughs> so um, you get in a helicopter, and they um, fly you all the way to the top of the mountain. They drop you off, and it's just you and the mountains. And you just ski all the way down. There's no path. There's no nothing. But I'm not to that skill level yet, so I'll stick with the path just now. Okay, so... Um I'm very int- intrigued about that. So are you with your skis while you're in the helicopter and they just drop you off like that? Or Yes, yeah. Wow. So they can't really land, so you just kind of like, I guess, hop off. Yeah. It's awesome. But <laughs> <laughs> Living on the edge, right? Yeah, oh my goodness. Edge, I love it. <laughs> wow. That is very interesting. You know, we always talk about uh, skydiving. I like, I've done skydiving before. Oh, you have. But never... What I, I don't think I would ever do what you just said. How was how was skydiving though? <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. just free yeah. falling through the yeah. air. It's I'll, amazing. I'll that too. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I love those responses, Thomas. Thank you. Uh, now let's switch to the heart of this podcast. Let's talk leadership and Irving ISD. Of I firmly believe that people can lead from uh, lead from any seat, including your seat as a student. Talk to us about what leadership looks like to you as a student. How do you strive to lead your fellow classmates? Yes, yeah, so leadership to me is about inspiring, motivating, and helping individual reaching their full potential. So whether this is from the direct pro- approach, um, to me that's um, sitting someone down, tutoring them. Um, sometimes you just need like a different perspective from the teachers. That the teacher spends um, an hour or two hours just lecturing them about all the topics, but maybe they just need um, a point of view from a fellow student. And that's from the direct approach. But an indirect approach for me would be leading them through example. So this could be mm-hmm. um, as small as showing up to school, showing up to class on time, all the way to going to the district, local, uh, state, and national level. Like, hey, he's from the same school. Um, I, I'm, you know, I was in his class. Maybe I can do it too. So yeah. that's. Yeah. I love that. We truly do need more role models in leadership. So I do thank you from the bottom of my heart for exhibiting those leadership yeah, skills of course. At, at Nimitz High School <laughs> and district-wide. Oh, yeah. So speaking of leadership, something else I want to point out is that you were a part of our bond planning committee. Mm, yeah. Can you please elaborate on what it means to, uh, to you to be involved as a student representative in this process? So, I'm, I'm, well... When they invited me to be, I'm sorry, first of all, the bond planning committee is great. Everyone there um, is awesome. The food is also great. <laughs> but to me, the bond planning committee, to me, is I get to express the 
the needs and wants of the students from school because sometimes the committee they're you know full of adults they they have really have a hard time to differentiate oh that word you know what i mean um mm-hmm. about what a student needs and what they want and i guess i'm there to um lead them more to the past of, of what student needs such as new facilities um they're not in there with you every day. Yeah. Right? They don't see what you see mm-hmm. on a daily basis. Yeah, precisely. And, um, you know, we were, we were very fortunate, Thomas, as you mentioned, that uh, we did have a lot of involvement with the uh, bond planning committee. We had, I believe, about 64 to 65 uh, members of this community, of this committee. So it was a very um, successful and organized committee. So I thank you for being part of that as of well. Course. So earlier this year, you placed in the top three of the National Network for Teaching Entrepreneurship competition, also known as the NFTE. So first and foremost, congratulations. Thank you You know, so we much. were so excited. Yeah, we highlighted you, so proud of you. We're so proud of you and your accomplishments. And secondly, what does it feel like to know that you are living proof that one student can change the world? It, the feeling is very surreal. Even to today, I still I still can't believe I made it to nationals. Um, I was just like aiming for state, and I made it to state. I'm like, okay, what now? And nationals, boom! I made it through the first round, second round, and then I was in the finals. Like, whoa! Like, how did I get here? Um, but I guess I just want students to see that you don't have to you don't have to come from the best school in Texas. You don't have to be really rich. You don't have to have money. All you have to do is have an idea, have some heart, and just go for it. And that's just what I want everyone to take away from this, that I'm just a normal student, just like them. I go the same, uh, I wake up at the same time, eat the same food. I'm just, it's not impossible. It's, it's that, that's what I was trying to get across. So tell me just a little bit about that idea. That idea, yes. So um, in the entrepreneurship world, there's a lot of categories. So the category that I chose to do is innovation. Um, so a little, you know, a little backstory is I work construction with my dad, and during the winter it gets really cold. I'm talking about like just being out there for 10, 15 minutes, your hands are frozen shut. And if you if you guys have had frozen hands, it's really yes. hard to warm them back up. Yeah. Um, so I do anything from roofing, fencing, plumbing to electrical work, right? And during the winter times, I'm like, hey, my hands are really cold. Let me buy some electric heated gloves. But on the market, there's not really any electric heated gloves. So I'm like, hey, let me take this upon myself, take the initiative and make some. So then I made a prototype with the help of my mom, my lovely mother, <laughs> from the comfort of our home. Yeah. And yeah, I took that and just competed with it. I... I guess I amazed the judge and they put me through the rounds and I made it to nationals. It was great. That is awesome. And again, we cannot congratulate you enough for that. So proud of you. And I know you're going to make it big in the world out there. So who are some of the leaders you ha- that have influenced you both in your educational career and you as a person? Oh, great question. <laughs> so I would say for the educational point, my dad, um, if he was here, he would tell you, ever since I was little, I did not like studying at all. I was a stubborn <laughs> child, but, you know, I'm glad that he, you know, pushed me in the educational field because now that, like, I'm looking back at it, I realized this world, where we live in, um, education and a degree is important. Without that, you really can't go anywhere you want. With a degree, you can go anywhere you want. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So thank, thank you, Dad. <laughs> and for my character is, I would say my grandpa. I, I live with him, but actually I've been over his house on the daily for 12 years of my life. He's the one that's been taking care of me when my mom and dad are at work. And he, he's, a, he's a vet, he's a war vet. And he, he taught me a lot. So one of the things he taught me is that never assume anything about anyone because yeah. you don't know what they've been through. And now that I see it firsthand from like a lot of people, I'm like, hey, wow, that's that's crazy. Sometimes yeah. and sometimes people just need a hug or like that's a right. smile that that really make their day. Yeah, yeah, that is so true. You know, I always tell um, my team or any anyone that comes, you know, in my life. Never underestimate the power of a smile hmm. or just, you know, a hug. Although some people are not huggers, you yeah. can kind of, you know, gauge that. yourself <laughs> yeah. on that. But um, you're right. I mean, at every level in our organizations, we do have to be aware of that, that everyone is going through something. Mm-hmm. So never assume and never judge, yeah. you know, so... We're not here to judge, right? Oh, yeah. Never. Uh, well, and thank your grandpa for his service as well from, from, us, from us. Okay, so Irving ISD's slogan this year is the power of us. How does that phrase resonate with you, and how do you embody it every day? Mm. I'd like to say whoever made that phrase, like, props to you because it is awesome. Um, the power of us to me means power in numbers, unity. Okay. So... There's an individual can only go so far alone and just having three, four or five people with you, that really takes a lot of stress off you. That's, that deloads a lot of work off of you. So for my people listening at home right now, um, it's OK to seek out help. You don't have to do everything alone. Um, that's not what humans are designed to do. We are designed to like have packs of numbers to help each other out. So, yeah, that's, that's what it means. To that me. is absolutely right. So, um Being a student, Thomas, can certainly be stressful, right? Very stressful, regardless of what grade you are in. Mm -hmm. What are some of your favorite approaches to help combat stress, both in and out of the classroom? Yes, so what really helped me the most combat stress is finding hobbies that you really enjoy. So I have many different hobbies. So some of the hobbies are swimming. Um, Some of the other hobbies are like... um, Oh, I got into motorcycle ride riding, and it, it is great. Feeling the wind on your face, it, it feels like you're just running at 30, 40 miles per hour. And, and when the sun is setting, it's so it's therapeutic. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. I'm going to have to ask you for some lessons <laughs> on the, the I, motorcycle. I say no more. I don't, don't even worry about now it. Now I know I where you. to go. Thank you. Yeah. Those were such great responses, Thomas. You are so impressive. And again, I'm so proud of you. So, um, <clears throat> all right, now it's your turn. Oh, okay. Oh, I've yeah. asked a lot of questions of you, and you've done an absolutely fabulous job. Thank you. Now it's your turn. All right, I and so. um, to give you an opportunity to ask me some questions. So take it away. Yep. So I have three questions for you. Hope you're ready for them. Okay. Let's see. <laughs> the first question is What have you learned about leadership over the years? You know, it's interesting because as I was listening to you, you know, talk about leadership, uh, a lot of what you said has resonated, you know, with with me and in the way that I have led. So I've been in leadership roles for over, I would say, um, 
close to almost 20 years now. So that's a lot. So lots of things that I've learned, but most importantly, I've learned that everyone can help me learn something every day. Oh, yeah. I don't know it all, you know, as leaders, uh, just because we feel that we have reached a certain level of leadership does not mean that we uh, know it all. We mentioned power of us. I can't do it alone. It's uh, I need my team. I depend on my team. I depend on the leadership at our campuses, you know, with our principals that we have amazing principals. And if it were not for them, we couldn't get the work done. Then our teachers, you know, if it were not for them, we couldn't do it done. So they make me look good as a leader, you know, I always say, <laughs> yeah. but we always have something to learn. I've also learned that we have to listen to uh, stakeholders in order to mm-hmm. make important decisions. Stakeholders from the student body mm-hmm. all the way up to our community. You know, we saw it with the uh, bomb planning committee. Oh, yeah. You know, they uh, came forward, presented the, uh, the, um, the plan, you know, to our board and, you know, we had to seek input. Otherwise, we don't know uh, where we're going. And also, uh, I've learned self-awareness and that leadership is hard. Would you agree? Leadership leadership is hard. And um, when we are in leadership roles, we have to understand that uh, we will not make everyone happy. Mm -hmm. Right. Everyone. Sometimes they're all going in different directions. But as a leader, we have to always know we're going to make the best decision in my role. I have to make the best decision for our kids, for our students, for you guys. Yeah. So um, I've learned a lot, you know, throughout my years, and I know I'm not done learning right. every day. You know, and as educators, we always say we have to be that lifelong learner, and um, we're all leaving proof of that. We learn something every day. Wow, that was an amazing response. I asked, well, okay. Now moving on to the next question. Okay. Um, what what is your leadership style? So do you like delegating, or you like being in the room and you know watching over everyone, or just leaving everyone up to their work and stuff like that? You know, first <clears throat> you have to trust your people. You know, you have to trust, um, and uh, truly by trusting, you're empowering. Mm-hmm. You know, you're empowering your team yeah. to be able to make decisions. Um, you know, in in leadership, you know, I have to first. Um, get to know myself, mm-hmm. you know, who I am, but also knowing that I'm going to surround myself with great people that will be able to um, take my vision, mm-hmm. you know, and my team always, they always make it better and bigger than I ever thought. But um, if I would have to say my leadership style, I'm that of uh, servant and transformational leadership, Okay, you know, servant leader, uh, because it's not about me. I truly believe that I am here Uh, for that purpose, the purpose of serving others, Uh, taking care of people. You know, I believe in growing our people, uh, giving them opportunities to grow and advance, whether it's in their career or just at at a personal level. Mm -hmm. But you mentioned, you know, earlier about uh, being innovative. So as a transformational leader, my job is also to provide opportunities for our staff Mm -hmm. to make decisions and innovate and create uh, for the future uh, of our kiddos. You know, we always have to dream big for you guys. And when I say dream big, an example of that is, you know, we have to remove barriers. Mm-hmm. So as um, as a leader, you know, first, it's not about me. Yeah. It's about others. And I have that huge role of giving people opportunity to be creative and innovative yeah. as we continue to make um, the future of Irving ISD better. 
Oh, that's awesome. This I think it's amazing how you would like you always think of other people before you. That's, yeah, that's awesome. Absolutely. Um, and last but not least, the last question here. Um, how do you keep your team motivated during COVID? I know like now is about, it's, it's past us, but during that time, I know it's really hard for everyone, any business and especially educational. Wow, what a great question. You know, looking back um, for COVID, I would have to say that we had to continue to amplify our why. Okay. Like, I can't, you know, if you were to ask anyone in my um, cabinet team or leadership team, I said, guys, we have to remember, why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? And then we got to the point of being grateful mm -hmm. for um, having a job yeah. and being able to provide for our families. So uh, being grateful and saying, you know, we have to believe that now it's like, oh, I don't have to get up and do this. We get to get up and do this. Yeah. We get to do this for our kiddos. That's the way of looking at things. Yeah, we get to do this. And uh, not everyone can say that. Not everyone can say that. So um, I have, I had to also learn for uh, the whole district is we had to give a lot of grace. You know, and by that is being flexible, okay. uh, not just with the team where, you know, sometimes people just needed a moment. Our principals, you know, we had to give them grace and flexibility so then our teachers could also give our students grace because mm -hmm. everyone, you said it, you know, it was not easy, it was hard. Um, and then remembering that no one had been leading during a pandemic. So this was new, you know, to all of us. Uh -huh. So uh, we had to practice a lot of patience, you know, a lot of patience and um, reminding ourselves this will pass this will pass, but, <laughs> but then bringing back, uh, bringing ourselves back to the reality yeah. of, you know, yeah. it's not going to be here forever, and we have to do this for, for our kids. And knowing that you guys needed us to be here and be the best that we could be for you guys, regardless whether there was a pandemic or not, mm -hmm. so we have to get, uh, to get back. So that was it, you know, just trying to... Um, encourage them you know we we got this guys you know we can do it um and we got through it you know um there were lots of distractions mm -hmm. obviously so had to say hey guys you know they're there let's be aware of them but let's refocus and focusing on our kids so i truly believe that uh the way I motivated or encouraged uh, people and even my team they wanted it too they wanted the same things i did mm -hmm. so um it was not hard. It was just, hey, knowing that I was there to support them. And we did it all. We did it together. I didn't do it alone. And, um, you know, I have to say that what a great learning experience we've had. So now it's like, we're ready. We're if there's another pandemic, we're ready. ready we can take anything world. out, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are because we are in the best district, right? We are the best district. So, um, again, uh, Thomas, just lots of patience and grace. Mm -hmm. And we got through it. Well, that's amazing. I just want to say thank you to you and to anyone else who like gave teachers and us grace. That's amazing. Thank well, you. Thank you so much. Well, Thomas, our conversation today did my heart a lot of good. And this is, you know, we're coming to the end of it. So students like you are my why. And this conversation was a great reminder of that. So I'm so proud of you. Our entire district is so proud of you. And we cannot wait to see your continued greatness. Thank Don't forget you. where you came from, okay? Come, come and visit us when you graduate. Uh, so to all of you listening, thank you for joining us. From my heart to yours, 
We'll chat again soon.